Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul. Today, I've got Chris Cocaine. He's technical sales manager over at Analog Devices, and we're going to talk about the Internet of Things. A big topic, but I mean, it's really a critical space right now, isn't it, Chris? Welcome to the show. Yeah, Alex, uh, thank you very much for the introduction. Yeah, I mean, the Internet of Things at the moment is uh, it's hot news for everyone, I think. It's, uh, it's also hot news for analog devices, really. Um, you know, analog devices as a company, we've, we, we, we've, it's, we actually we celebrated our 50th year, 2015. And, um, uh, you know, ahead of what's possible is our, our kind of motto at the moment. But certainly we've always done the full signal chain. And I think it's a really exciting space where we can really now take our core competency of, of say, semiconductor components, you know, from... Uh, sensing to the measuring to interpreting to connecting wirelessly to the cloud and then really we see the cloud as a, an extension of our signal chain where we can really you know analyze that data and actually provide real value to our customers so it is really really exciting at the moment it is exciting, and all of these systems have, I mean, obviously the, the application spaces for the Internet of Things runs the gamut from industrial Internet of Things to vehicles to personal devices, but there are certain threads involved, you know, power management, energy storage, mm-hmm. systems mm-hmm. management. You know, there are, there are a lot of, what are the threads that you find that are common that are running through that ADI can address? Certainly, I mean, from the, I mean, the, the one big thing with, with the IoT space is, you know, it's sensor, it's sensor connected, it's, it's, it's got to be low power, and that's one big strategy we have at the moment is, you know, you know historically people have wanted things, you know, it's got to be a, a more portable unit that's stuck in a wall somewhere monitoring something. Um, it may have had a battery in there that needed to be lost for two years. You know, things are moving along now where it needs to be actually powered for, say, 10 years, and then customers are actually asking, well, we don't ever want to change the battery. So, you know, what can we do to solve that issue? So we have a big focus on, on ultra-low power and also energy harvesting as well. So we have quite a few products now that are, are looking to use like the PV cells or um, uh, thermoelectric generators or even piezo elements um, through vibration, things like that, to actually harness that energy. Um, so certainly a lot of products we're doing, you know, a lot of energy harvesting um, and extremely low power in general. Um, you know, we've got a lot of uh, MEMS, um, devices, uh, some of the lowest power accelerometers in the market that are for, you know, you can use them in wearable healthcare, that could be for industrial sensing on bridges, um, monitoring motion in agriculture. Um, and one thing about them, they need to be accurate, they, they've got to be very, very low power. Um, and also integration, customers want more and more in a, in a smaller size as well. Especially for wearable, you have to have things that are your, your miniature. So, um, yeah, but certainly, I mean, power is, power is a big thing, and then obviously signal processing as well. Um, you know, it's, uh, we've, we've recently released some uh, new DSPs in the market that are ultra, ultra low power. Um, also micros that are extremely, extremely low power. Um, and they have to be secure as well. So obviously a lot of, uh, you know, sort of hardware accelerations or cryptography and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's so many facets to it. Um, but certainly the, the, the main two would be ultra low power, definitely integration and size. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, thinking along those lines, uh, Chris, with collaboration and integration, uh, I understand that uh, 
Analog Devices has recently uh, collaborated with uh, a company called ThingWorks. They're an IoT uh, software side guys. So, I mean, you really are reaching out to, 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 to get the circle, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're really excited about this. It's, uh, I mean, the thing is, you know, if you, in general, I mean, semiconductor companies, we've always, uh, in general, you know, we, we, make, we make integrated circuits, we make chips, we've always done that. Um, but, you know, as things have evolved over time, you know, and, and as chips get more and more integrated and more complex, um, we are finding it that we need to, you know, provide software stacks and things like that that can really help a customer, you know, get the application up and running out of the box. Um, you know, before we'd have to we'd allow them to, say, write these stacks and things like that. But we are finding we have to, we have to offer a more complete solution. Um, you know, and just providing connecting to the cloud isn't really good enough. You know, customers want to be able to, they, you know, their RP is, is, is getting the application up and running. So we really are looking to provide a complete solution to this collaboration. We are aware to sensor, to the cloud, to the analytics behind it. Um, and then the customer can get on with the application, and that's where their, their added value is. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting times. But it really is looking as we want to provide a complete you know, IoT stack to a customer so they can literally get an out-of-the-box experience. All the way down the line from the components up to the software. Yeah, the whole way through. I mean, we just, uh, it's, you know, to, we, we have to do this. Um, as I said, it just becomes, uh, you know, applications these days, I mean, it's a lot of time for customers. You know, they, they spend a lot of time on their software and you just have to provide um, more than just, just the hardware. Agree, agree completely. And well, and that's an interesting aspect when you think of that, Chris, especially from our perspective here at uh, Power Systems Design. I mean, ADI deals with everything, power and signal and all. But the aspect sure. of power, though, uh, once upon a time, power was just the last thing people thought about. It was, you know, oh, yeah, let's design the system, and oh, yeah, power can go there. But now yeah. power... Yeah. Energy, everyone is involved now. And once upon a time, you could say, well, I'm, I'm a software engineer, energy specialist. People look at you funny, like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, where does software have to do anything with uh, energy management? And now it's, of course, so obvious. And it's so critical now that every aspect, not just software, not just hardware, not just packaging, I mean, lightness, materials, the semiconductors, mm -hmm core technologies, everything is evolving at such a ridiculously rapid pace, and now it's all integrated. It's all interleaved. You can't separate out any one subsystem anymore and say, well, that's not important. Everything's important now. No, sure. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you're right. You're so right. I mean, I, I remember years ago, I mean, I, you know, I started a career as a design engineer, and I was actually designing power supplies when I was and it was really, it was always an afterthought. You know, you, you do your whole design, you slap off some power, and then off you go. But really, it's, it's, it's looking, it's on the flip side. You really need to start from the, from the sensor all the way through. Because there's so many components in that, in that system, all drawing power. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's not only just the, the, the hardware design, where, and that's what I said before, we have an you know, ultra-low power strategy um, within our company, really making things more efficient, um, making them extremely low power, um, very low coercion currents and things like that. And you add, I mean, all of that, you know, if you add all these nodes up that's drawing all this power, that all aggregates up into quite a lot of power. 
But then more than that, you know, the, the whole internet thing is, is say, smart buildings or smart factories or smart homes, the rest of it. I mean, power management is, is, a, is, a, is a massive focus. I mean, you know, these days, you know, with, what are we, with 7 billion people on the planet, um, you know, we, we're constantly consuming more and more energy. So we really need to think about, you know, how we're going to solve these, these problems and, and, I suppose, get a greener footprint. Exactly. And we are very exactly. much focused on that, you know, very focused on that area. Yeah, but that's, but that's also beautiful because it gives us an opportunity as an industry to really do something and solve societal's ills, as it were, technology solving the problems created by technology. You know, it, it, yeah. it's not just important enough to get a better battery. It's also to reduce the need to use that battery so you can make a smaller battery or maybe, as you were saying, eliminate it altogether and have the system run on harvested energy. It's, we really are at the cusp of some very promising, very beautiful stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the whole, I mean, the whole internet thing is at the moment. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's, at the moment, it's, it's, it's still evolving. And I think we're going to see some really cool opportunities and, and, and you know, new, it's also getting up with new ideas. Cause we're constantly talking to our customers to understand what the applications are. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and as more and more things evolve, we'll obviously, we'll, we'll, we're quite well aligned. We are well aligned to actually, react well to those needs and come up with some new innovative products. I mean, just uh, talking about also on the, on the energy side, I mean, we've, we've got a little cool experiment going on at the moment. We've actually, um, we've, uh, we've got our one wafer fab. We've got two wafer fabs, one in Boston and one in Limerick in Ireland. And we've actually retrofitted the entire factory um, with our actual wireless sensor network kits running on our own proprietary ADA radio net software. And mm-hmm. we've got, we basically retrofitted the entire factory, all the motors, I mean, I'm sorry, the challenge with the factory, and it's an older factory that's been around for a number of years. You know, we've got some equipment that's maybe 20 years old. We've got some equipment that's new. But we've actually gone in place, you know, temperature sensing, humidity sensing, uh, vibration sensing, um, power sensing, the whole thing, energy monitoring across the whole factory. And that's all being agreed up into the cloud so we can actually then communicate it to all the stakeholders within the company. So making the factory more efficient, uh, more productive, um, more reliable, and more predictive, really. Um, so that's quite an interesting thing we've got going up the moment internally to the company. Um, I agree with you completely. I mean, it is. It's, it's such such a brave new world, such great new days, such great... I mean, it really is a beautiful opportunity to get things done. But now, where would you say the future lies? Um, what's the next step in this roadmap, Chris? Well, okay, so well, I, mean, I think, I think we... The next step for us, I mean, I think we've hit it, you know, but the thing is with our, with our, our partnership with ThingWorks, um, and that is the beginning of the next step, I suppose. Um, you know, for the, for the internet thing, certainly in, in the next five years, I mean, we do, I mean, if you look at all the market research, it's going to be 2020. I mean, it's, it's massive, I mean, billions and billions of connected devices. Um, you know, I think for us, though, we, we, we definitely, I mean, we're well poised to, to you know, infiltrate this market and, and, and help our customers solve you know, a lot of problems. Um, but I think uh, you know, the, the only thing maybe you know, where the next step is where IoT, what customers really want, is, is the security issue. I think that's the one thing that's maybe, um, you know, it won't hold IoT back, but as soon as if we can, as a company, you know, solve those security issues from sensor all the way to cloud, and we have got a lot of internal work going on in, in securing these applications. You know, for, for patients and things like that, you know, at home, you want to protect patient data. 
Um, you know, if it's, if it's a mission critical stuff in a factory, in factory automation, you know, you can't compromise that information. It's the same as a smart city if you're monitoring traffic or whatever it is. You know, you don't want something hacking the, the, the traffic systems for whatever reason um, or create absolute havoc. So we definitely, Tony, we've got a big focus on security, and I think uh, we, we're well poised to solve that problem. Um, we really have. We really do think we have. Um, so, so watch the space. I think we're going to have some really cool solutions coming out very soon. Um, you know, really help customers. Well, you know, and, and, and that's great summation. I was actually about to ask you for the last word because I always give my guests the last word in uh, my sure. podcast, but that was a very nice summation. But I will ask if you did have any final thoughts to add to that just in case we missed something before we close out. Sure. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think the game changer really is. And one one comment. I mean, I've I've done a few shows with quite a few customers, and a lot of excitement for us internally, and for myself, and for customers. You know, it's a really exciting you know space where I think customers at the moment they they they're not quite sure what the cloud actually is. To be honest with you, you know, we've always we've always sensed, we've always measured, we've always connected, and this is what analog devices always done. And a lot of customers have done the same thing. But it's, it's helping customers understand what is this analysis actually going to do. Because we can get all this big data. But in a, in one, one example I use, if you, for me, if, I, if you go to a shop or a Lego store and you buy a little box of Lego, and you know, on the front of the box it will show a little Lego car. But inside the box you've got a whole lot of little Lego blocks. But the thing with, with, with the cloud for me is, is if you've got the blocks, but you don't really know what the, the picture is supposed to be. So what are you supposed to make? So it's helping, it's, it's the intelligence behind it and the analysis behind it and using supercomputing and learning to, to actually, you know, this is the exciting bit, to actually give you something that you didn't even know could, you know, to solve a problem. And boom, you know, you've got, wow, talk about creating value, it's solving a massive problem. Um, that's the exciting bit. Um, and it's really the game changer is this analysis and really learning from all this data. Um, and I think it's, it's again, it's again explaining to customers and helping them understand what this actual all is about. Well, and, and I agree. It's a, it's a, it's, but that's part of this whole wonder new space is that it's also an educational situation as well as a market situation as well as a sales situation. You've got to educate everyone in the industry on every aspect of what you're doing because it's all so new. Yeah, no? it is very, very new. But it's really exciting. I mean, it's going to be massive growth. It's not going away. It's yet to stay. I, I agree with you completely. So um, where can people go to get some information? Uh, we're online. Is there a special URL, or they should just go to the uh, Analog Devices website, analog.com, or anything special there? Yeah, sure. If you actually go to uh, www.analog.com forward slash IOT, um, it pretty much summarizes uh, all the activities, and that will link you to a lot of more information on our web. Excellent. Well, hey, Chris, thank you again for being on the show. I'm really glad you came on board. We're going to have to bring you back downstream to talk some more about this because the IoT is not even we're – not even, we're barely at the end of the beginning. You know, we haven't even I, really gotten our teeth around this. So, yes, yeah, it's a yeah. really great space, and I'm, I'm glad to have had you, and I'm definitely going to bring you back on the show to talk some more. Okay, Chris? Great, Alex. Thank you very much for your time this morning. 
Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I want to thank everyone out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.